This program is an experiment, an exploration. It's been put together with enormous enthusiasm and equipment designed for other purposes. The basis of it is an unlimited supply of magnetic tape, recording machine, and a group of technicians who think nothing is too much trouble provided it works. It's Warehouse 11, episode number 88. I'm Kent. And I'm Clayton. And we're back to share all of our favorite music with you for the holiday season. Yeah, we hope you got stuffed on Thanksgiving. And also had some food. And uh, we're going to talk about Clayton's trip to Meow Wolf we are. in Denver. And there's actually several festival announcements that we need to cover. So we'll do all that, but first, I've got a new track from Mark Knight and our boy Green Velvet mm. and Renee Amses, and it's very, I don't want to say preachy, but it's very true to modern life. The song is called Live Stream on Warehouse 11. Let's go. Go to see 
House 11, that's Eat More Cake. That's the actual name of the artist, the Dom Dollar remix of a song that uh, is called Heat of the Night. Before that was Green Velvet, Mark Knight, uh, a song called Livestream. And Green Velvet just announced a very jolly show. It's a very kid-themed show. Indeed. So he's doing a Christmas night show at Prism in Chicago December 25th, I believe it's a, it's a five-hour Velvet set. So if you're a Velvet fan, that is the one to do. And I think, and then just a few days after that, he's doing a Get Real show with Claude Von Stroke, also in Chicago. Yeah. So the weirdest, healthy dose. The thing I'm thinking of, weirdly, is like the Chicago weather at that time of year and then going into this of really hot, sweaty club. Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. That sounds yeah, really good, there. actually. The problem is you have to coat check and do all uh-huh. that kind of stuff. All these so that's extra kind of steps. annoying. But yeah, because um, I went to that show that Velvet did for Thanksgiving, I guess two years ago now, and it was exactly that. Yeah. There was a lot of sweating. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> sweaty the walls place. were sweating. Sweaty people. Yeah. In addition to the people, for sure. Uh, okay, so let's talk about Meow Wolf Denver. Let's recount the ways, folks. So. To lay the groundwork for you, if you're not aware, if you haven't heard us talk about this a million times before, Meow Wolf in Denver, the theme in this one as an interactive art exhibit is the interdimensional uh, train station, the convergence station is what they call it. So really, it's it's super similar in my mind to how the original setup, wherein there's like a normal looking place and then you're, you're like thrown into these other dimensions and you meet other creatures and all these things. Yep. And, um, it, it flows really nicely like that original location. So House, House of Eternal Return in Santa Fe is the OG. Yep. And then they built Omega Mart in Vegas, which is a grocery store front. Yeah. And now we have this one. And so like my first thought right away is that this one does not really, um, it doesn't really prepare you for what you go to see because there's three there's three entrances when you get there and if you go down the middle one the one they kind of say like and there's the entrance and then point to it and you start there you literally get in an elevator and you come out onto this like busy street that's just covered in beautiful art and and like great production value things and there's like characters running around and actors that are just like enveloping you in the story so like right away you're just thrown into it and it's like okay figure it out and if you know anything about Meow Wolf you know there's like a story going on underneath that you don't have to explore but my wife and I found if you don't explore it at least a little bit you're gonna be super lost because I think that there's a really rich story in this one to tell whereas you can kind of you can go through the other ones I yeah think. and and not even realize yeah. that there's an underlying story I don't I think you could go through them pretty fast yes that way well depending on your frame of mind uh-huh exactly I'll say. So we, we did two walkthroughs. We did one that was just, let's just walk through it and like let's just see what we get and try to map it out in our heads. We did that and that was so crazy because they've built this from the ground up. This is their own building that's purpose yeah. built for this purpose. It's massive. It is so big, Kent. Like it, yeah. it like defies the imagination how many rooms you actually enter and then you find another way and you're like, I didn't know this was here. There was actually a whole floor that we didn't see mm. until like the end of our first walkthrough we were like we didn't know this whole like level was here so that opened up a whole new world of possibilities for us so like super fantastic how they've 
how large and how big they've gone. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they have a event space. They have a, an event space. And that's open too. to, you can go in and look around. It's basically just like uh, projection mapping on the floor, which is still very fun. Like you walk around and it draws things and then like that transforms in front of your eyes. So they let you walk around in it, but I would love to see uh, a show a there show, sometime. Yeah. Wasn't it Grizz that did like the yeah. opening? He was the first, uh, the first so one, and they keep they keep announcing. I think they just announced their New Year's Eve yeah. lineup. Um, so so yeah, I mean, they're very committed to highlighting Denver mm-hmm. artists of all types, whether that's visual artists or musical artists, or I think they even have rotating exhibits yeah. that are just for. Um, you know, Colorado. It's a total Colorado. So it's such a Colorado thing. Um, <laughs> so then we did our second walkthrough, where you get like the the card, the pass, and you can follow the story and try to like do quests and things. And my takeaway from that being, we were there for like three or four hours, and we spent a solid two and a half trying to do story stuff, and we didn't touch nearly all of it. I think we like kind of got maybe a third of the way through everything you could do there Mm. but there's so much and i went on the reddit afterwards and there's like apparently a whole secret room you can get to if you complete this quest line or like oh if you go talk to this person Mm. say this code though you can go see this Mm. other place so like there's i guarantee you rooms i didn't even get to see yeah my time there um that sounds very um hangar at electric forest it is oh absolutely because there's people like we interacted with people more than the art i think it was interesting more, yeah like and, but again that was following the story and, there, and yeah. there's still lots of interactivity within the exhibits and things to play with not as yeah. much as house of eternal return point that out okay but okay still really great to look at um yeah but yeah there was a lot more actors you could talk to and they all had like things they had going on so if you've ever played a, in a video game like an rpg it felt a lot like that it felt like there was a mm. main quest and you could also do like side quests and all sorts of things so I know. There's lots. I mean, there's just so much left to see. But I mean, overall, I loved it. I think I like this one much better than Omega Mart. I still don't think I like it more than House of Eternal Return. Mm. But it's really, really good. And I think yeah. that one, out of all of them, warrants the most revisits of the three, personally. Wow. Yeah. You think the the OG warrants the most? No, no, no. I think the new one. Oh, I think okay. the newest one warrants okay. the most visits yeah. back. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Well, that's that's a. That's a solid recap. I'm hoping to make it out there sometime in the spring or late winter, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Do it. But I haven't quite figured that Do out yet. All right, let's hop back to music. This is a camel fat track that is going to blow your mind because it is unlike really any other music that I've I've heard from them. Well, this, this is a, a legit techno track. From Camel Fat and Rebuke, it's called The Future on Warehouse 11.
Warehouse 11, Daniel Steinberg. It's feeling good. I don't know how many songs in the dance music world we have now that sample that Etta James track. I mean, I got a good feeling that uh, was probably the most well-known. Yeah, but it's, it's there were, a few. So I think Pretty Lights did one as well. So it's been all over the place. But that's the newest that uh, we've come across anyway. Uh, we were talking about Meow Wolf in the last break, and we'll segue over to our our uh, very regular Insomniac Festival update. So the first one that is is the, a little surprising to me when the, the news came out, but Insomniac is doing a Florida countdown show. So countdown normally takes place in San Bernardino, has for many years. That's a two-day show this year, December 31st and January 1st. And uh, several weeks back, they announced that they were would be using the Okeechobee grounds to host a countdown campout. And then maybe a week or two ago, they announced that due to human staffing issues and other logistics, this was in Alien Voice, of yeah. course. Um, human staffing, we, Earth logistics. Yeah, we will be moving the fe- we will be canceling the camping portion and we'll be moving the festival to Orlando. So now it's at the Orlando Amphitheater at the Central Florida Fairgrounds on December 31st and January 1st. And as a a way to compensate everyone who bought tickets. They are refunding your camping portion. And I think you could probably get a total refund if you want, but they upgraded everyone who had bought tickets to the countdown camping edition to VIP passes for the countdown Orlando invasion edition. Now here is one issue. Well, first backup, we can never say that insomniac isn't generous bending over backwards to make you all happy (laughs) yeah it's 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 unlike anything i've ever seen before um but one problem with this move is that there's apparently a midnight curfew in at this fairgrounds that doesn't really bode well for a new year's eve show so it's the new year to leave apparently they did get Approval to extend the show to twelve thirty, <laughs> so you can at least no count down the new year and then dance out. your ass off for thirty minutes, and then you gotta you leave. You better leave now. So, which I mean, looking back at when we went to countdown several years ago, the crowd really thinned out right it after did. it did. Like the, the midnight. You know, count. But down. they're weak, so, Kent. Those were the weak well, ones yeah. that can't manage. Yeah. So that was that's a little concerning, but I'm I think it does start earlier. I think it probably starts at two PM or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, it's Florida. So they've all got all kinds of messed up rules or lack thereof. Yeah, it's which do, is ironic. Do whatever you want. So do whatever you want, but turn that music down. We're trying to sleep over here <laughs> in the retirement. Community. That's probably exactly what it is. Oh yeah, actually, it's a retirement community or like the Walt Disney slavery quarters. I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe a maybe a combination of that. Yeah. Um, so I think that's mostly Insomniac's latest announcements. All their shows have been they they announced EDC Orlando and tickets are on sale for that already for 2022. Yeah. Their typical weekend, it's like, like second weekend in November. Um, apparently that was really well attended this year oh, good. So they, they broke records with that show um, and EDC Las Vegas 2022 tickets are on sale which I think we talked about last time 
camp EDC tickets are going on sale, I think, next week. So you can grab those up. Which, on a camp EDC note, they actually broke a Guinness Book of World Records entry for something that you'll never guess. But it was for the largest synthetic lawn complex. So the, the fake... Yeah. green grass which is very nice that they put down <laughs> there were there was over 3 million square feet Holy of shit. it of artificial turf and that is the largest that has ever been done apparently so Guinness Book of World Records there's a picture of it on uh, on LinkedIn of all places of course uh, the company Backbone International which is who kind of handles a lot of the logistics I guess for Camp EDC uh, is the one that posted about it um, so, yeah. In fact, this year, uh, I had conversations about that with a couple of people in the campgrounds because we were trying to figure out, one, how they secure it down, yeah. and two, how do you drain this? You know, how does like, any of this if, work, really? Yeah, yeah, and so we talked about it at length, so it was kind of fun to see that stat come up. Um, but Insomniac can add that to their list of accomplishments. Well uh, done, Boston team. What else in uh, festival news? Lights All Night, which is traditionally in Dallas, has expanded to Minneapolis oh. this year. So there's a one a one day show, I believe, in Minneapolis. Actually, it might be a two day show. Yeah, it is 30th and 31st at the Armory. That's got Zoo, Bob Moses, Sidepiece, uh, Jaws, uh, Doctor P, Back to Back Funk Case, Feed Me, a few other people. Smaller lineup. It's an excellent but, lineup so far, though. Yeah, God. but it's happening in Minneapolis, so you can check that one out. Side note, Jaws made a very touching tribute to I.O. the other day, and that. I didn't realize they were such close friends. I mean, it was like maybe they were even roommates the way that he was talking about it, but um, yeah, so you can check that out. I guess it's been... It's been about a year. It's I did, been I've a seen year. some posts cropping up. But hey, remember... Yeah, yeah. So you can check check that out on his socials, and I've got a list of other updates to share with you. But first, let's jump back to music. This is an artist called Guz Havoc and Lawn. Song is called "Come Back" on Warehouse Eleven.
Warehouse 11, that's, uh, I guess, maybe the latest or a well-known one from Clune E. The song is called, the s- yeah, I don't know, we'll The Siggy. 
Before that was Guz Havoc and Lawn, so called Come Back. I'm still I still can't get over this camel camel fat techno song. That was fantastic. I, don't know. I hadn't heard that. I don't that know before. if that's what's uh maybe they're taking a, a complete direction change in their music production. I don't know. Every time I see Camel Fat, I see the meme of the <laughs> gym bros holding <laughs> pizzas and listening to, cam- to, to Camel Fat. And our response was, we don't, don't see the there's problem. There's no issue here. Like, if that's the like, worst insult you can sling this way, then yeah. keep them coming. Yeah, yeah. But as, as we've mentioned offline, no one is safe from no. attacks these days, including poor John Summit who has now gotten so popular that his followers are getting memed of course. as well. I need to like fix my, my feed because I am not seeing my preferred Dude. pages nearly as much as oh. I want to. Okay, so the big story in the Techno Memes Facebook group is this Saudi Arabian music festival. Have you heard about uh, this? No, what? Okay, so there's a Saudi music festival happening sometime in 2022 a bunch of artists including chris lake and fisher and many more got booked to the show and the artists are getting so much crap about agreeing to play the Mm. show because of human rights issues and a number of other things because i guess it's government backed of some sort i think i think what happens from personal experience in a lot of Southeast Asian and well, Asian countries in general and Middle Eastern countries, if you're going to run a private business, you have to be partnered mm-hmm. with the governmental agency of some in some way. Like, unlike in America where we have free enterprise and you can just do independently thing. do whatever you want, that's not the case there. So if you if you want to run Pizza Hut in China, you have to, or any country uh, in that area of the world, you sort of have to work into a partnership uh, with the government in order to do it, okay? So I'm not sure that it's necessarily abnormal for the for the government to have their hand in this particular show, but people are throwing a fit about it nonetheless and saying like, oh, you'll just take blood money mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And other artists are responding back saying, this is no different than any other show. You know, we were at, you know, we were sent an offer right. and we agreed to play the show. I guess I guess my argument on the flip side would be do the the citizens of Saudi Arabia not I don't want to say deserve, but should they not have the Access option to the go option to a dance music show? Shows. You know, like isn't it kind of a nice gesture that they at least have that offering mm-hmm. one thing of note is that alcohol is not allowed at the festival well, that that so. already sets it way apart from and and i and you know they're going to be cracking down on everything else that's already yeah. not a thing but so. I, but i also don't know how realistic that is because here's the thing in dubai technically Unless you have a personal liquor consumption license, you also can't have alcohol. Mm. But it's totally not what happens. Like at resorts and places, yeah, like there's alcohol everywhere. And trust me, nobody went through and got their consumption license. Now, if you're a local resident, they will enforce it. But if you're a visitor, they don't as much. So I don't know how that works. But I also don't know how many people are going to flock to Saudi Arabia as a visitor 
to go to this show? I don't know. I mean, maybe people from all over that area of the world who otherwise don't have a chance to go to a show of this caliber that they will travel. I have no who idea. Knows? But anyway, this is the big cancel culture attack of the current moment on these particular artists. <laughs> cancel. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see how that plays out. If I was the artist, I'd be like, I'm playing the show. I've cashed the you check either, already. It's too late. Yeah, you can either come or not, and, and I'm, whatever. I'm done with it. So, but there's there's memes of artists sitting with these Saudi Arabian like princes and sultans. Yeah, with just mounds <laughs> of money on the table and the, yeah stuff like that. So uh, probably not unrealistic, but uh, in, in a totally unrelated artist news whatsoever, I did think that it was interesting that Adele has basically changed the way we listen to music on Spotify, at least full albums. Have you seen I have, and I applaud her for yeah. it. I am all for this. Yeah. Glad somebody said something. Yeah. yeah, so her argument was stop automatically shuffling albums. Mm-hmm. We put a lot of time and effort into crafting these from start to finish. I'm trying to imagine listening to like an Odessa album on shuffle no, it and doesn't how, work. how much you would be missing by that experience because it's it's made to listen in a certain way. I've order. had so many arguments with coworkers and loved ones about this exact topic and so when I saw yeah. this in the news I was forwarding it like mad. Just like Adele has spoken out and this is the way yeah. of the land and if you're doing Adele it, has if you're doing it differently, you're wrong yeah. and an idiot. So yeah. I actually I didn't even know that was a thing. I tend to just double click on that first track yeah. in the album and then it plays and then it you just have your shuffle turned off exactly That's but apparently if you click the big play button by default on the album it was shuffling that it no longer the yeah case. but now it does not so you don't have to worry about that adele has saved you from ruining your musical listening have you listened to her new album because i haven't i feel out of the loop i haven't i only heard the single yeah. and that that's all it's so, very adele i don't know I she like, eh, she you know. She just announced what apparently is one of the most lucrative deals in the history of Las Vegas today. However, oh, so she'll word. be doing a residency from January through at least April at Caesar's Palace. So, hot the house damn. that Celine built will now be hosting Adele. Dude, so we have apparently we have she was. To go. I know, right? I can't even imagine the price of those tickets. Oh, but they are doing a special, you know, fan verification pre-registration oh, thing to try to to try to um, clamp down on scalpers for this you know particular show. So we'll see. That was just announced today, and and uh, I don't I don't think tickets are on sale yet. But you can pre-register for those. But she was apparently Resorts World passed on her because it was she was too expensive, yeah. and she was being courted by MGM as well for a Park MGM show. Which is now the Dolby Digital Amphitheater or Dolby Digital Theater? Yeah, Dolby. They've so already changed of Park the name. MGM, it's sat. It, yeah, it's now sponsored. The sponsorship is Dolby Digital, um, or just a Dolby Theater, I think it is. Um, but ultimately, Caesars won out on that one. So, well, that's a huge boon to them, and an even bigger yeah. one to Adele. <laughs> Way to go! Yeah, I'd say so. Um, Let's hop back to music, and then I want to talk about ARC and North Coast and Chicago and a, and a New Year's Eve show that Area 15 is doing. But first, this is Sosa UK. The song is called DFCW on Warehouse 11. She's dirty. 
but she loves magic more. My baby's nothing but a dirty fucking cold pour. I love my girlfriend, but she loves magic more. My baby's nothing but a dirty fucking cold pour. 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 So so UK and uh, DFCW. I see why it is abbreviated now in the song title. I didn't understand it either, but here we are. Dirty effing Coke W word. Yeah, that. <laughs> we try to keep it family friendly here, folks. Please. Occasionally, please. now don't listen to anything we say off air because that is for sure. XXX One day rating. we're going to release everything we say uh-huh. uh, in between every, breaks. And every we're once in a while, arrested. I panic 
that I might have left the mic on or something, but luckily doesn't ha- hasn't happened yet. Um, so Chicago is home to both Arc Music Festival and North Coast Music Festival now on Labor Day weekend. Uh, Arc is a house and techno focus festival that just debuted last year, yep. and uh, it was two days. I said last year, uh, a couple months ago, so in 2021, and uh, they've announced that they're going to three days in 2022. North Coast is doing the exact same dates, Mm -hmm. and there was a little bit of shade thrown on Twitter from ARC to North Coast for allegedly copying slash being a little overly inspired in their graphics for 2022. I don't know. I think... I think maybe very loosely there's some inspiration there, but... But to, like, call it out and make it, like, a thing now, it's like, okay. Like... That's how we're going to do this. Nobody wins by being rival festivals in the same city of the same genre types of music. Yeah. I think, as I said, it's just, like, that's a very unplur thing to do. Like, you can coexist... And appeal to different mm-hmm. niche Which markets. Which I think they do. I think they're they're yeah. pretty different festivals as far but, as what you're going for. But don't publicly claw at each other over something as simple as like graphic inspiration because that's so incredibly subjective and just a mess. So um, anyway, so shame. <laughs> yeah, like not a good look, guys. So all blame. And frankly, if anyone should be throwing shade, it should be North Coast at ARC for stealing their weekend. North Coast has been on Labor Day weekend for 10 years. And ARC comes out of nowhere and blatantly competes with the festival and then starts to throw a hissy fit over something else. So no, not having it. Like I, I did go to both festivals this year and I enjoyed them both, but that makes me have ill feelings towards ARC for doing that. That's not not what this community is about, folks. But anyway, tickets are on sale for both of the festivals because I think one of them saw that one was going on sale and then frantically put their (laughs) other tickets on sale. So anyway, you can get tickets now for both of those shows. competition is good sometimes. Yeah, yeah, very true. Uh, Last thing to talk about is Area 15 in Vegas, who is also home to Meow Wolf, but they're doing a big New Year's Eve show just on December 31st called Playa Playground. So it is very Burning Man inspired. They've got art cars coming from the playa, um, over four acres of sound camps, art installations, carnival rides, and other attractions that will create an unforgettable and magical occasion that welcomes everybody back to the playa. So that's they're using the the grounds, the festival grounds at Area 15, the A lot, and then the indoor. 360 projection room called the portal where they'll be um, having different theme parties and electronic acts. I haven't really announced a, a lineup that I've seen for that one, but it should be a pretty impressive. Yeah. I think show. at this point it doesn't really matter who's yeah. there. I think it's, it'll be a good time. either way. Yeah. I, it's priced like a festival because tickets are start apparently at $202 oh, for the night, dang. which actually, actually, you know, if you compare it to, the nightclubs in Vegas, you're not going to find anything less than 150 bucks. Of course. So it's really, it's really right on par for a New Year's Eve. But if you compare that to Countdown, yeah, but my, it's it's not so much that, Ken. It's my yeah. poor Midwestern wallet. Yeah, just, or, or 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 like Southern California Music Festival Countdown is mm-hmm. 
I think, $100 a day yeah. or whatever. So for you know. a lot more music and everything else. So, no. But, you know, Vegas is a very different Vegas is Vegas, baby. Place. So I think that does it for this week's show. I didn't ever mention that you can listen to us on Electric Force Radio Thursday nights, 10 o'clock East or West, or anytime at warehouse11.com. But now I did tell you. And now so you know. Exactly you can listen to us more if you'd like, please. So that's going to do it. Our, our last track is from Joshua and Martin Batter. It's called Off Limits. I'm Kent. I'm Clayton. We'll catch you next time. Bye. This is not up for discussion. <laughs>